What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Vargas, I think we need a. I think we need to start drawing in a younger crowd. We get, we've got we've got a solid fan base that I really enjoy, but I think we need to start trying to get a younger crowd, get a more energy, energetic flow in here, but not too much younger. Not, no, always over. I'm going to say 21. I'm going to say 25. That's fine, whatever. But I think the way to get the you you may have noticed all these clocks in here. We're going to start making TikTok videos. Ah, uh, and I'm pretty sure I got to do. You just film, film a clock, a clock. Mm-hmm. and that's it. And then you put it online, TikTok video. What else could it be? Literally nothing. It can't be anything else. Unfortunately, you don't have any grandfather clocks, which you that's need, for the you older the, crowd, though. <laughs> you need the pendulum to make a TikTok. Well, you know, sometimes pendulums can be whatever you want them to be. I immediately regret being here. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> uh, you already know what this is. This is the Onslaught. This is the only heavy metal podcast um, in in America, for sure. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Vargas. Uh, <laughs> he jumped me. Is this, gonna, is this, the, is this what's going to happen the whole time? I've been so excited to make that since you invited me on here. Let me just tell you. And to be clear, you invited him on here. He's Wait, your brother. I think well, I just showed up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he just yeah. was in my car. Just happened to be there. Yes, we do have a special guest. It is the brother of Vargas. Hence, you are also Vargas. That is true. We have Vargai in the studio today. Yes. That is the correct plural of the Vargas. Yes. And we saw a show last night. We saw Unleash the Archers in here in Kansas City. We did indeed. The Riot Room, which I was, uh, I won't, you know, I won't get into it. Riot Room's fine. It can be fine. I like the venue. They mm-hmm. should have turned on the TVs. Yes. They got the setup to make it a really good venue, and they just refu- refused to do refused it. Refused to do it. Uh, but Unleashed the Archers was very good. Britney hit every note. She can sing real good. And I, they were with uh, Aether Realm Aether and Realm. Seven Kingdoms. Seven Kingdoms. I, uh, I enjoyed both of those bands live as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hadn't listened to much of them before. Uh, I'll say that was my first power metal show. I told you guys was a good last one. night. That was a good first power metal show. Much more polite than death metal fans. Yeah, not as violent. Didn't see it. Didn't see a single pit. Which I'm. I, I'm always. I don't think there was room for. A yeah, pit, that's true. Fair. It was very packed in there. Yeah, I avoid pits anyway, so I'm fine with it. I'm getting you know too old. You know that's why we got to bring younger crowd. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, really good stuff. A lot of, a lot of. I I couldn't. You know, there's always an asshole in a room that big. There's always going to be an asshole. Well, in that room there were three. Oh, just us. <laughs> you think it was just us? I think there were a couple more, maybe. Uh, the guy with the American flag mask might have been, but he was also very drunk, so it could have just been that. How about the guy with the um, glory whole guillotine <laughs> shirt that was just making making laps. laps, man? He was just he was patrolling for something. I want to say he worked there. I don't know. It definitely seemed like he was not there for <clears throat> the show, but he. I also didn't see him perform any work. That's fair. Well, I mean, if that's your work is patrolling. You got to patrol. He was looking for the assholes and there's none at power metal shows. We learned at least you don't act like one. Yeah. Power metal show. So it's a good time. I had fun with you. Fellas. Fun stuff, huh? First concert. Yeah. I was going to say it was a good first concert back from an 18 month hiatus or whatever. That was. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they sold it out, which again, I told you guys, it surprised me. It surprised me to see a sold out show, power metal show in Kansas city. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I just I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. I I don't know. I mean, because the riot room is only I looked at the capacity two forty or two forty. Like yeah. So selling two hundred forty tickets for a show like that for like unleash the archers, I think is totally doable. Yeah, I guess it's just a small venue. Yeah, I mean, but they have been selling out venues in like Atlanta and North Carolina and things like that in Denver. All their shows are getting sold out. I mean, there's a reason they're headlining the tour. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're very good. I think next time. I'd like to see them probably... Actually see them? Well, I'd like to see them, period. (laughs) Power Metal fans, they're tall, huh? They're tall. Uh, I think if they came with somebody like Camelot or even Blind Guardian or Mm -hmm. somebody bigger, they could be like a second opener. Yeah. You know? like like Yeah, they'd be the perfect one right before the, the headliner. Yeah, but then they could get into a place like, a you know, a big ballroom or something. Yeah, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they've oh, yeah. been on, been the opener for tours. Um, so, yeah, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Good times. What, uh, did anything, did anything of note happen uh, over this past week that maybe wouldn't shock anyone ever in the world <laughs> if they were a heavy metal fan? Uh, somebody that, like, somebody no. with a lot of hair say something really mm. fucking stupid. Only the, only the opposite of what you're talking about right now. Oh, okay. This is extremely shocking. Yeah. This, uh, w- I think will take everybody by surprise. Okay. Um, yeah, late on me. And it's also all facts. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mr. Uh, Dave Mustaine, who you may know as the, the Dave Mustaine, the, the first guitar player of Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Metallica uh, sucks. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he, surprisingly, is um, he's anti-mask. What? Yeah. Can you believe it? What? <laughs> the, 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 now, is this the same Dave Mustaine who also said that not that Virginia Tech shooting was an inside job and that they hired crisis yep. actors? Yeah. Same guy. No way. Yeah. The I mean, one that, that was an Obama birther? Yeah. No. I, I just got to say, he can't be wrong about everything. He's got to <laughs> be right sometimes. You can all be wrong so many times. Yep, he was wrong when he partied himself out of Metallica. Mm. He was wrong about everything else. I'm just gonna yeah, releasing was... Super Collider. Big mistake. <laughs> that might have been his biggest mistake. <laughs> um, no, he went on a little tirade during the show, stopped the show, and was like, "Wait a second. Well, he didn't stop okay. the show. He it was you know he was doing his rock talk and. Uh, he started out with some bullshit of like, look to your left, look to your right, isn't it so great to see everybody without masks on? And then he went into like how it's tyranny mm. and child abuse whenever you keep put your masks on children. Because you know, checks out so far. Whenever your your kids catch COVID and they die, that was their choice. Yeah, absolutely. But putting a mask on them, mm. don't you dare. That is just the just the same as what the Catholic Church does. So, do you think he caught his bandmates by surprise with that little? No, they, I mean, they knew it was coming. I will say Randy Blythe, so they're on tour with Lamb of God and Trivium right now. And Randy Blythe tweeted out before this happened, he was like pleading for people at shows to mask up and, you know, get the vaccine if you're able to and everything. So their band, I think, is in a very good spot. Mm -hmm. Like, for again, this is not political at all. Everybody tries to politicize it. It's not. It's just fucking protecting people. Like, don't kill people, you know? Um, So they're in that space. And then their headliner goes on stage two days later or whatever it is. And it's like, fuck masks. It's tyranny. And it's like, I'm hoping, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody dropped off that tour or not. I don't know. It'd be weird. I'm sure there's an interesting dynamic already with mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine anywhere. What I think is the most, I don't, I don't know if this is, I don't know what the word is for it. It's not irony. Cause you know, nobody uses irony wrong, but, um, have you, have you seen the title of Megadeth's 
forthcoming album? Yes, I have. <laughs> the Sick, the Dead, and the Dying. That's the name of their new album. <laughs> Topical as always, Dave. Doesn't that feel bad? That mm. feels icky, right? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like that. I mean, it, look, it's probably going to be good, unfortunately, <laughs> but... But maybe it's another pooper, pooper collider. So who knows? No, they're in the they're in the good album cycle. Swing. Yeah, the pendulum <laughs> yeah. is now in the good. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean it'll come back down. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Sam, you're here Fine. today, and we have uh, a specific battle mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. with a band that d- did they get you into metal? Um, or did you find them and then you just latched on? It. I think it was. A little bit of both. Um, obviously, I have Andy as my older brother, and so he. I'm so sorry. Did, You're so welcome. Woo, woo. Pray for me. Um, <laughs> so I did have that sort of head start. Um, however, I did find this particular band, and so it did sort of latch on. And it, and as Andy mentioned, and I think it was one of the episodes of the onslaught, is that's kind of my mo is to find a band, just sort of dive head first. Oh, yeah. Head first. I mean, that's what you did with Unleash the Archers. That, you're very correct on that. You were going to come to Kansas City to, to go to that show by yourself? Absolutely, first, I so. was. I was fully intending to do that. So yeah. thanks for going with me, guys. Hey, man. Way. Thanks for inviting us to that <laughs> show. Um, so what band is it? It is Blind Guardian from uh, Germany, actually, if anyone is unfamiliar with them. Um, they have been around since... Are we just doing the... Yeah. Go nuts, man. Yeah. All right. They, they've they been around since, I think, 88? 84. Close, 84. Yeah. Oh, was that when they released their... Uh, Battalions was 88. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Good memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and th- is that including when they were Lucifer's Offering? Lucifer's... Lucifer's Heritage. Lucifer's Heritage. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. So they've been around for a while. Uh, they've been around longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Oof. That's a long time, Brian. I know. Okay, okay that's enough. <laughs> it's like 40 or 50,000 years, I think. I am I am the undead king. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I love that band, and I have always loved that band. Everybody, all their I think they're the only band that I have every single physical copy of their, or a physical copy of all of their albums, and I just... What, since this is, I mean, this is your band. Yes. This is, this, these are your boys. Yeah, this is my what, wheelhouse. What is it about bg that like gets gets it for you so yeah we we talked about this a little bit last night at the at the concert um and what i think it is is they're very niche right sure like they have a very narrow skill set but what they do they do i would say arguably better than all the majority of bands out there sure um they're yeah so like similar bands you i would say would be like maybe Nightwish mm-hmm. or that's the thing. Here's my thing is I don't, whenever you talk about similar bands, it's so hard because like you said, they're in their own little category. Like they're still power metal, right? Yeah. They started out as much more thrash and then kind of morphed into this huge powerhouse of a power metal band. Yeah. That sounds so different than all the other power metal mm-hmm. bands, but instantly recognizable yeah, for whenever, sure whenever you listen to yeah, him. Yeah, so. and Hanzi, the lead singer, just has such a unique sound yeah. um, to the way that he sings. Um, very powerful, very majestic is, is a good word for it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I just dig them. I dig their sound. Always have. Uh, always will. Um, they started off a little bit more thrash, not unlike Unleash the Archers did that we talked about last night. Um, but have sort of morphed into 
what we what we know and love, you know, in the early '90s, they've yeah. pretty much been um, doing what they've been doing for the past, you know, thirty years. And I, uh, this is one of the. I mean, I want everybody to listen to playlists. Yeah. But if you're not familiar with Blind Guardian, at least give the playlist a spin until you hit one of their songs, because I'm sure it's going to be four bangers on there. Because they're, I don't know, like I said, they're so unique, and his Hansi's voice is very powerful and unique and. I let you know they're very good, and I think everybody should give them a listen. Do you have a f- favorite album? Uh, Twist the Myth. Twist the Myth. Twist like the Myth from 06? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. One of the more recent ones. Um, I'm also a fan of uh, Night at the Opera from 02. Yeah, so Bill's back to back albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that those are probably the ones that that really solidify their like modern sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that you know those albums are less than you know 20 years old at this point, but. Yeah, that, I think that because the before the album before that was Nightfall of Middle Earth. Hell yeah, oh, and that that's also a that's one. great a great album, but that still kind of leans on the like thrash stuff. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it was very, I mean, we all know this. They're nerds. Mm-hmm. Oh we're, yeah, we're, oh for sure, <laughs> we're all nerds. They have a the album's called Nightfall of Middle Earth, but it like tells the story of um oh fuck Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. It's the it's Hobbit. the one. No, it's the one. Oh, the Cimmerillion? Cimmerillion. That's right. The one that's impossible to fucking <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah. yeah. The so, Lord of the Rings Bible. I, I also <laughs> yeah. want to say that they approached Peter Jackson on doing the music yeah. for yeah. the Lord of the Rings And that movies. fucking dickhead made the biggest <laughs> mistake of his career not accepting it, because yeah. that would have been amazing. Yeah, well, they just would have been like, hey, we made this album, Nightfall in Middle Earth. <laughs> yes. You could just use that. <laughs> Uh, so Blind Guardian is going up against uh, somebody that we've already heard on on the on the show, Strapping Young Lad, fronted by our friend, our friend, <laughs> our friend Devin. Hey, hey Devin. Hey Dev. What's up, <laughs> yeah. Dev? Yes, uh, you know how. Again, um, we've had some very interesting matchups, and both the matchups today are very very interesting. But this one, uh, I, I would say, th- these are the probably the two more popular metal bands of today. Strap Young Lad and Blind Guardian. Oh, for sure. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to, to see people's initial rea- or hear people's initial reaction of seeing these two go head to head because they're both so, so good. And it's, it's, it is just like comparing apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Actually, have you guys heard that phrase whenever you try to compare things that don't go together and they're like, that's like comparing Blind Guardian and Strap Young Lad. I have, actually. So it's a really popular phrase. Um, but yeah, Strap Young Lad, Vargas, fill us in. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is, this is one of those things where people get a couple of details wrong about this band. Strapping young lad, strapping, isn't it? <laughs> strapping young lid actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so it was founded by Devin Townsend as a solo project. He, he, he Devin, is the strapping, young he lad. is the strapping young lad. He actually got his start as a vocalist for Steve Vai. Um, I didn't oh. know that. Mm-hmm. And they, they actually still have a friendship that goes on to this day. Um, Retinal Circus, one of Devin Townsend Project's uh, live albums. He's got, he's got that, the man's brain. He's just got so much shit out in the universe. And it's it, it makes me a little jealous that he could be that, that he can just put out that much stuff oh, d- just yeah. all the time. I mean, he's just a fountain of creativity is underplaying how much stuff he puts out. Yeah. Um, but Steve Vai actually did, he was the narrator for retinal circus cause retinal circus tells a story. Yes. Um, anyway, so he got his start as a singer for Steve Vai and it, it kind of burned him out on the music industry, like the process of recording that album because Steve Vai is a pretty big name. So yeah, yeah. Um, so he, in response to those feelings, 
decided to create a solo album called, you know, Strapping Young Lad. That was the project. So he released Heavy as a Really Heavy Thing in 95, and he recorded basically all the instruments for it. Um, then in talented dude. Yeah, super talented dude. Did he dude. do drums too? Yeah. Then in 97, he recruited, well, by 1997, between, you know, 95 and 97, he recruited band members and decided to make Strapping Young Lad a band. It's not a solo project anymore. So Heavy is a Heavy Thing was technically not released as a as Strapping Young Lad the band, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it is still Strapping Young Lad, and it yeah. is still included in their discography, but it was a solo project from Devin Townsend. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. so their first release as Strapping Young Lad the band as a collection was City in 1997. And that's insane that that was their first. It's their first yeah. album. Because <laughs> I... I'll go on record as saying that like city is one of those masterpiece albums. Like you can give that to and like, what is, what is the definition of heavy metal? That's one of those like five or 10 albums that you could hand people and be like, this is, this is it. Yeah. Um, I think blind guardian actually has some of those records too. Like yeah. you could hand nightfall to somebody and be like, this, this is power, power metal. metal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, th- all of their discography for Strapping Young Lad is is kind of like that. They did City, Strapping Young Lad, Alien, and New Black. And that's yep. it. Yep. That's all they've got is those uh those five albums. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's when you hit you when you hit five home runs, yeah. You don't need to hit a sixth one. I don't think I told uh, uh, Little Vargas, you don't know this. Me. I don't think you know this story. I didn't tell this on our Devin Townsend episode, but I, so I was I used to live in a suburb of Kansas City. And I uh, would walk Bella, the unofficial mascot of the Onslaught Debates on Tap, every Monday. Uh, go listen to that. Um, but I would walk Bella, and I, I walked by this house a couple times, and they would be playing heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And one time I walked, I mean, loose, you know, yeah. Devil Driver, you know, corn, stuff like that. But yeah. I walked by one time, and, I, and uh, it was Devil Driver, and I was like, the guy like was out there. And I was like, oh, is this Devil Driver? No, you know, fully knowing. I was just trying to spark conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. So we got talking. And uh, Strapping Young Lad came up, um, and he's like, yeah, man, Devin Townsend, he's just so talented, but like, what do you expect coming if you're Pete Townsend's son? And I was like, I I don't, <laughs> I don't think, and so I, but I looked at him and I was like, oh, this guy, I think, I, maybe his judgment was very, very high, or is often high. Yes. <laughs> So not mutually exclusive. He's, he's a frequent high flyer. Yes. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, yeah, that is, that does explain it. I got to go. But yes, Pete Townsend is his dad. Um, he's not. Pete Townsend is not <laughs> Devin Townsend. Not, I don't even think they're spelled the same. No. That sounds, that sounds like one of those things where you're, you're pretty sure it's not true, but, <laughs> but you don't know quite. But if you've had three beers and you're like, is, is that, it? is he? So Brian looked it up on Wikipedia on the wall. Yeah, just today. I just learned today. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that's like we talked about this last night. Jack Black is the son of a NASA engineer who worked on Apollo 13. Yeah, this is what I'm. What? Sa- what? If like- you, this is what I mean. Almost all, like almost all celebrities have some something in their line mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, that's how they got their foot in the door. So, you know. Yeah, it, it's all it's all connected like Devin Townsend and Pete Townsend. Yep. <laughs> Just they're brothers or something. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, Blind Guardian versus Strapping Young Lad. I, either way, this battle goes. I'll be a happy camper. Yeah. This is one of those that. Yeah. I know. I know we have our horses, but I'm riding both these horses, <laughs> I'm, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm riding like JCVD doing splits <laughs> between two horses. 
I don't think he could do that anymore. I think he would tear his groin off his body if he, he tried. He did to do that, that commercial where he, he that was not him. That was him. Not no. I'm gonna. Google did you it. see the commercial? It was him. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking. And he's. I, this Pete is why Townsend's I can't have grandpa. both of you at the table at the same time. <laughs> All right. Second battle. Uh, we've got another. I'll say light band. <laughs> what do you mean in, light? Uh, in terms of quantity. Ah yes. Versus a heavy band. Yes. In terms of quantity. <laughs> Except. You gotta, but they're flipped when you talk about what you, they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So the the first band we've got is Necrophagist. Uh, they have one album. They have two albums. <laughs> thank you, sir. Formed in '99, and they released Onset of Putrefaction, and then five years later they released Epitaph. And we're we're waiting. We're still waiting. It's gonna for happen. The f- album number three. I'll, I'll preface this by saying they are very good. I enjoy them, but I will also say that they are. You mentioned, you know, five to ten quintus like what is heavy metal? Yeah. If somebody's like, what is <laughs> what is low budget death metal? You'd hand them necrophagist. Low budget death metal? If I maybe I'm maybe maybe my well, memory their, f- their first album's not the best, but Epitaph Man. When I say low budget, I only mean in terms of production yeah. value. I don't mean in terms of talent yeah. or over overall sound. I just mean they're one of those bands that maybe didn't get the best producer. Yeah. Or it had to be self-produced or whatever it is. Yeah. Their first album definitely suffers. The first, the production quality of their first album belittles yes. the, the talent that Muhammad put together when he made this band. You always get me. You just get me. I do. Um, so for, for me, Epitaph is, is where it's at. Their, their second album is like the thing. They put the technical in technical death metal. Yeah, man. They're, they're really good at what. <laughs> their instruments they're very yeah. good at it. have you do you listen to a lot of necrophages little vargas uh i do not um you will today baby oh man i can't wait um i will say that this is the uh battle that i know the least about obviously over the last two bands well, um, d- don't worry we have a playlist that you can listen to on right. spotify nice and they'll have uh they'll have all the bands on there four Perfect. songs from each band i yeah. i know that this isn't like necrophages is not your cup of tea Obviously, based on the fact that you're like super BG guy, yeah. they're, they're almost the exact opposite, and that's that's fine. But mm-hmm. I think anybody who at least has a mild appreciation for mm-hmm. metal or like musicianship will appreciate stuff like Stab Wound, which is going to be one of. Are my you going to are you going to stab him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this band, or I'm going to I'm give going you. to give you a Stab Wound. Man, I like Stab Wound. Uh, they are now Necrophages, like you said. Very technical, very deathy. Yeah, they are going against, <laughs> and this is—I'll I'll say this: this is one of my one of my favorite bands. This is in my like top twenty bands. But Vargas picked this band to be on the list, yeah, and it surprised me because I didn't think he liked this band, which is Clutch. This band is Clutch. Oh, I thought you were going to say I. Picked I mean, them you you me. being them picking them was Clutch. Was Clutch, but also this band is Clutch. Yeah, uh, they are are uh, the I would say the antithesis of. Necrophages. They're pretty, yeah. They are just fucking groovy, rock and roll. Neil Fallon has some of the most power. Like, he is on par with Hanzi, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Different styles, same amount of power I could that comes from, I their, definitely see that. comes from their voice. I um, actually didn't he- listen to much of Clutch until Neil was a guest vocalist on that Volbeat song, mm-hmm. uh, Die to Live. Is that, is that the right uh, one? You know, 
I don't remember right now. That's fair. You uh, are a hundred percent correct. I'm decreeing it now. Yeah, nailed it. Never. I did not verify the facts. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's our show. We can say what we want. It's fair. Uh, but I didn't listen to much of Clutch until uh, that song. I heard that song, um, and I really dug his vocals uh, and kind of looked up what band he was in. Um, didn't recognize. I've heard. I'd heard Clutch before, but didn't recognize that. That's who that was. Um, I started listening to them. Yeah, based off of that, a few band, a few like metal, like heavier metal bands, get him to guest on vocals a lot because he's just so, it's so full and like powerful. I think he's been on, um, I think he's been on a Red Fang thing. I think he's been on a Code Orange song. I could be wrong about all of he's, this. He's on every Mastodon album, right? Or no, uh, that's no, the dude. No. I get. The, yeah, that's that's the lead singer Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Troy. <laughs> No, uh, it's the dude from ne- Necrosis, Neurosis. Or Neurosis, whatever, yeah. yeah, Scott Kelly. Yeah, Scott Kelly. Um, but, but Neil did Blood and Thunder, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That oh, was the one. Really? Yeah, Neil's yeah. on Blood and Thunder. Um, I, man, Clutch just has so many good songs. And uh, just like Necrophages, they're not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But like, there is not a song you can't just like fucking your foot's tapping or you pop a beer. Well, what's, what's interesting about Clutch is I think if you were to give people clutches, most popular out songs, they're like, they're like faith no more. Right. I think a lot, a surprising number of people would be able to be like, Oh, I've heard that song. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was looking at the track listing for a couple of albums. Friend of the show. Rick is actually a big fan of clutch and he's somebody who I wouldn't put in the metalhead category. Yeah. Um, even though he's covered head to toe with tattoos, they do so. lean towards the rock side. Oh, don't for they? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was surprised Vargas had him on here. Mm-hmm. Like I specifically didn't pick, I was like, Oh, I better not pick him. Cause Vargas, you know, he'll, he'll whip me again. He mm-hmm. has that, you know, he bought, did you see the whip he bought? I did. It's got mm-hmm. two, it's got two tails on it. Uh, the mob goes wild. Yep. Uh, electric worry. Yep. Um, and what's the other one? There's Mer- like mercury mercury. Well, that's the one that I was, mercury is a great song, but there's like those Two songs specifically I have heard on the radio. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, they're a band that is well-known enough they can get radio play and people will enjoy it, but not well-enough known where people will hear that song and be like, oh, I better look them up, but they yeah. like never do. I, I do think you hit the nail on the head, Brian, when you called him groovy. I think oh, groovy is a great adjective they're so to describe fucking fun and Don't groovy. give him those, Sam. <sighs> Just see, I'm, I got to get new headphones because my head's too big now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, was, let's never do that. No, again. let's do that every time. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us the facts. Well, that's it. They've been around since 19 uh, forever. 1991. Yeah, I would not have put them that old. Uh, yeah. that, and yeah. what's what's insane is they release an album like basically every other year. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like every three years. 93, 95, 98, 99, 01, 04, 05, 7, 9, 13, that's 15, nuts. 18. And they're we're, getting ready to release. I say we're one. due for one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, they're, for, we like are. They haven't put out they're, enough. They're, they're, they're <laughs> just insanely, they're insanely consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And his, and uh, I really like, cause his vocals have stayed in that same, like, yeah. Neil Fallon range. And I'll, I'll ask you guys who have listened to more than I have. Are their albums typically like, they're probably not all, you know, home runs, but are they at least all listenable? Like, I think are maybe they consistent besides in their first one, I would say that maybe their first one or two are probably for fans only. Mm hmm. But after that, it's base. It's just like, yeah, man, this is just fucking groovy, good rock. Yeah. Well, I I think w- w- the downfall of Clutch is that their albums tend to like vary in terms of the kind of music that it is. So like, 
like um, Beale Street to Oblivion is different from Blast Tyrant, which is different than Earth Rocker, which is all different. really cool album names, by the way. Yeah. And they're all they're all good to mm-hmm. answer your question. But like you'll find at least me specifically, like I like Earth Rocker, but I'm not as big a fan as Blast Tyrant. Gotcha. But I think that's you, you call it a downfall. I think that's also a good thing because we talked about bands like um, Amon of Mars or even Blind Guardian where you know exactly what yeah, you're getting. Yeah, they're the opposite of that. Yeah, whereas Clutch releases out and you're like, I mean, I kind of know what I'm getting, but I'm in for some surprises. So they're more yeah. likely to get more fans, like a more niche. like. Well, I would say more general, actually, more fan. Yeah. Some, you know, oh, that's yeah, that's a good way to put it. Someone way over on that side could like one song and mm-hmm. then Vargas likes a different song and like they it. would never meet musically otherwise. But. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. So we got um, Necrophagus versus Clutch and Blind Guardian versus Strapping Young Lad. Uh, just another point in the Blind Guardian. Um, <laughs> we get it. it. Is there any other band that you can think of that actually did the uh, music for a video game? Yeah, uh, Jack Black. I think. Oh, nice. Roast yeah. Call. Yeah. yeah. You ever heard of a little good series called Guitar Hero? <laughs> Yeah, Metallica has a whole video game about them. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> uh, you can vote on these on all of our social medias, or you can email us at the Onslaught Podcast. <laughs> I think that's, yep. yes, the Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. But our socials are at the Onslaught Pod for both of those. Um, if you can't get enough of Vargas and I, and you want a third regular voice instead of a special guest voice, thank you, Sam, for coming on. Thank you. A pleasure as always. You can listen to Debates on Tap every Monday. Um, where we sit down with our, our good friend of the show, Brendan, and kind of just talk about other funnier shit, I guess. We just bullshit. That's all we do. <laughs> we don't tell our fans to get fucked, which, by the way, get fucked. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's every Monday. So make sure you subscribe to us um, so you never miss an episode. We're out every Wednesday. Our playlists are out most of the time on Tuesdays, so you have time to listen to them before the show, before yep. the votes. Um and yeah, tell a friend, I guess. we t- Sam, you tell a friend before... No. Oh, God damn it. He told me, which is unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Yeah. He's, he's well, the you only forgot guy. we were recording today. And Sam was <laughs> yeah. It's the only guy I talked to, so <laughs> yeah. I, I got nothing else. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, Metallica sucks. <laughs>